0: Get ready for biblical preaching and teaching. I am Pastor Adam Bigelow. Isn't it time to get unstuck? This is the Reaching Forward Podcast. So I'd like to teach on Titus chapter 3 on sending a link. Sending a link. Titus chapter 3. My wife texted me. A selfie not my wife this is just a joke my wife texted me a selfie in a new dress and asked does this dress make me look big i texted back no n-o-o exclamation part point my phone auto corrected my response to m-o-o exclamation part point please send help (laughs) someone said your great aunt just passed away this is mom texting right (laughs) your great aunt just passed away lol and so the son texted back why is that funny and the mom said texting it's not funny david what do you mean and the son texted mom lol means laugh out loud And the mom said, I thought it meant lots of love. (laughs) I need to call everybody back. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to teach on sending a link. And what's sending a link? And most of us have probably done this or clicked on it. Uh, Sending a link. A link basically is a clickable part of the URL. What's a URL? I had to look it up myself. Universal Resource locator It's your website address, okay? But no one wants to type out HTTP colon and, you know, all of this stuff. So they have this tiny little thing, and you can just click on it, and it does all the work for you. It's called sending a link, okay? Clicking on that link saves you time. And so what we want to deal with tonight, Titus chapter 3, Christian living. That's what this is about. Titus chapter 3, the way Christians live. Send a link, something that people can click on to others about Jesus Christ. Our life, if it's not matching our words, we will not send a link. Do you remember the teacher from Peanuts? She was just doing her job. You know what the kids heard? So it was not sending the link. So so our key verse here in Titus chapter 3 and verse 14. And let ours, speaking of Christians, also learn to maintain good works. How we interface with society. For necessary uses, that they be not unfruitful. When Jesus was at the well, the Bible said that he was teaching and he said, And he that reapeth receiveth wages, and gathereth fruit unto life eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. What fruit are we talking about here? Not apples and not peaches. People. That's why we're sending a link. And your works will reach men and women more than just words. Jesus said in John chapter 15 and verse 16, You have not chosen me, but I've chosen you and ordained you that you should go forth, go and bring forth fruit. And that your fruit should remain. What's fruit is Jesus talking about? People. That's what God's looking for. People. So Titus chapter 3, sending a link. How do we send a link with our lives? How we live, what people see in our lives. This is not necessarily about Bible reading. That's important. Or church attendance. That's important. But upon the greater mission of the church which is the people that you see out there that have no idea what the King James version is. Like this guy I was talking to, he quoted a scripture. And I said, no, that's not the way. And he goes, he quoted it again. I said, I, I said what it was. And he goes, I don't know the James King version. So so there's people that don't know anything about the King James, not James King. but But they do know how you live. And they do see you at work. And they see you at the tax collector's office. And they see you at walmart so that's how we send a link to people that don't know jesus to how to get to jesus how to get to christ verse 1 to 11 god through titus is sending this link to the christians first we need to get the link sometimes we forget some things but the bible said to put them in mind we'll keep reminding them to be subject to principalities and powers To obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. That means if you get pulled over by the police, stop. So a preacher, but it's not fair. My wife was pulled over just the other day. Well, it was another month. Maybe it was a couple years ago now. Because she hadn't paid her, uh, what? Registration. Registration. It was like three years old or something, or never paid. Huh? Or stolen. Or stolen or something like that. It's like preacher. I didn't know you were that kind of guy. The guy had read our license plate incorrectly. So when he typed it in, the eight was a B or B was an eight or something like or zero. And so it looked like we were like lawbreakers. So he pulled my wife over and then when he typed it in correctly, he kind of hung his head and and came up and said, sorry, ma'am. That would have looked bad on me, too. All it, you were thinking, preacher, you should have paid your... Yeah, I pay it. They get mine, okay? Um, why? Because I want my life to speak to people that don't know Jesus. I want to send them a link. But it said not just to be passive, not just to do what you're told, like a good little boy or girl. But Christians are active to be ready to every good work. You know, that Christians, were, we want to be listening to the Holy Spirit. Uh, Do you remember a man named uh, Philip? He was just there and uh, God told him to go down to the desert. So he ran down to the desert and he's waiting and he sees this eunuch and the spirit says, Hey, go join yourself to his chariot. What is he ready for? Every good work. He's not just like, well, I'm just going to go and pay my bills. No, Christians are actively waiting for the Holy Ghost to guide their life. And guess what? He will. He will guide your life. And guide you into his work so that what happened in that account in the book of Acts well Jesus through Philip reached a eunuch because and he was a great man he was uh, the treasurer uh, under a queen so he had no doubt great authority but reached that one for Jesus sent him back and no doubt we, we don't know how that played out many people were probably reached for Jesus Christ because of that one force multiplier because Philip was ready to listen to, to the Holy Spirit. So to speak evil, verse two of no man. And I know it's tempting to get onto the comment section, right? And just, you know, rip the other political party or, or rip your boss or, or rip your wife or whip your husband. But you know what? The Bible says that's not going to be something that leads people to Jesus Christ. You know, we all have opinions. I like certain things, and Reverend Patterson likes certain things. But to go and speak an evil of people is not going to win them to Jesus Christ. We want to send a link. So be gentle on the Internet, okay? If you're going to speak something that's serious, make sure you tie it to the Bible and speak it because of righteousness, not because of politics. And I understand Christians are involved in politics, but don't just be against, there's something called an ad hominem attack. And if you don't know what that is, that means to attack someone personally. Instead of, you see real leaders, you know what real leaders do? They attack problems, not people. So if you're a real leader, you want to attack the problem. What's the problem? Sin, it's not people, it's sin. And so that's what Jesus attacked it. And he attacked it by dying on the cross. He didn't just excoriate everybody. And make them feel bad. But he went and died himself. So he attacks sin at the root. Leaders attack problems, not people. So if we're Christians and we have an argument with our husband or wife, we don't have to go out and be mean to everybody else because we just have not made up with our husband or our wife. I say, Preacher, that, that happens, okay? Speak evil of no man. Because people can see through our lives. If we're having a bad day, people, people realize it, okay? What do you do? pray it says be no brawlers or ballers not crybabies, but brawlers are fighters you know he come in he just want to fight about everything but then it says do what but gentle showing all meekness unto all men it said that moses this military leader this great leader one of the greatest of all of the characters in the in the word of god he was the meekest man in the face of the earth he's very gentle and when he was done wrong, he would go and, and, and pray and ask God to forgive even the people that accused him of things. So, but that's a very godly characteristic. So why are we doing... We're sending a link to how we deal with people. To deal with people. Verse 3. Why sometimes we need to get a link sent to our past. So, for we ourselves also were sometimes... Foolish. No, not me, preacher. Every purchase I made is triple vetted. I've never wasted a dollar. (laughs) Right? Disobedient. Deceived? I preacher, I thought it was the best deal. It was the best idea. Deceived. Serving divers lusts and pleasures. Living in malice and envy, hateful, and hating one another. Man, that was it's a picture of someone who doesn't know Jesus Christ. And, you know, sometimes we can forget where we came from. And to have a little mercy on people, say, well, preacher, they're messed up. I saw a gentleman, perhaps even a homeless gentleman, on a bicycle today as I was coming through the mall area. And I, I saw him, and he, he had that that mad look on his face, you know, just that angry look. And I thought, and I said, God bless you, sir. I don't know if you remember that when we passed by. Just, just He couldn't hear me, but... Um, God bless you. Why? Because, well, why, would he, why was he so mad? Well, maybe he was hungry. You know, maybe, maybe he was in pain. He had, you know, a lot of homeless people don't get stuff fixed. If they have a medical condition, diabetes, uh, he might have had uh, some other physical condition where he was just hurting. And uh, you know what he really needs is he really needs God. He doesn't need someone to tell him to, you know, get out of my way. Because such were some of us. And there was a a pastor that told me, this is years ago, that he had that little, I've shared this before, those little tapes for your answering machines, those tiny little cassette tapes. And when he was a Christian, he put one in and it was a guy cursing, like bad words. And he was listening to it going, man, you know, what in the world? And then he realized it was his own voice. It was one of the tapes from before he got saved. And he had just, you know, God sometimes can bring us back Uh, The Bible says in 1 Corinthians, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived! Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, which is homosexuality, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, partiers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. But then he says... And such were some of you. That's what Paul said. We don't. We need to not forget where we came from. But ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Someone wrote, we should really be grateful that God has changed us. That's how we should treat others. We should be grateful. We should be humble because it was God that changed us, not us. If you say, I got saved. Well, we should put the emphasis in I got saved not i got saved but i got saved the emphasis on, on what jesus did we should be humble because it was god who changed us and we should be kind because others have not yet been changed they were uh in need of a change and we should have faith that god can change them so god will send a link to our past verse 4 to 8 sending a link to a relationship with God. And this is really what the relationship with God consists of and how we get a relationship with God. But after that, the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared. Man, have you ever just needed kindness and love? I mean, it's just like, have you ever been pulled over by the cops? What do you need? Kindness and love. You know, I have very well been pulled over. You think I'm a horrible person. More than once, but... (laughs) I was was guilty. I was not innocent. I was not being profiled. I was guilty. I was going too fast, okay? And uh, I was pulled over. What did you need? I didn't need to get what I deserved, okay? I didn't, that's expensive. I wanted (laughs) kindness. I wanted mercy. I wanted grace. And sometimes we need to realize others need the same thing. And I've gotten it before. i prayed and my wife saw me get out of a ticket by the very grace of Jesus Christ. And it was an answer to prayer. Right in front of God and everybody. And at conference, people driving next to me. Everybody knew me. Uh, It was very, very humbling. But anyway. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done. So here is a picture of a link to salvation. And what salvation is. Or how it's obtained. How you get there. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done. But according to his mercy, he saved us. We're not saved by our own works. But we're saved by grace. Through faith. The Bible said it's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should do what? Boast. Me, I got saved. Uh, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. That's why he's called a Savior, because he does the saving. That being justified by his what? His grace. You know, grace is something I used to think of as something that people used as an excuse to sin. It's not an excuse to sin. Grace is the amazing kindness of God that makes me not want to sin anymore. Where the sinned off abound, the Bible said, the grace of God did much more abound. Now Jesus is separate from sinners. If we're going to go live in sin, we'll be separate from Christ. But his amazing grace brings us to him. It doesn't separate us from him. Because our conduct we want to do what we can to be right with God because of what he's done for us in our lives that being justified by his grace we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life and this life goes quick if you don't think it does wait a few years you'll look back and say where did the last decade go I remember when Louis was born you know now he's gonna drive go get some milk boy you know but it's just like wow now I never have to go get milk again. But that means my son's going to be out of the house too. It's like, what's going on? It goes quicker and quicker and quicker and quicker. And Pastor Keckel was even talking to me today about perspective. Once you get to a certain place, you look back and be like, man, it's not like I thought, you know, when you were young. It's a different perspective when you get a little bit older. It goes by in a blink. 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. This is a faithful saying. And these things will... I will that thou affirm constantly, say this over and over again, Titus, that they which have believed in God might be careful, Careful. here's the link, to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. Now, he isn't saying that these things save you. I just read to you that we get saved by grace through faith. It's the gift of God, right? Giving doesn't save the soul. Church attendance doesn't save the soul. Praying, fasting, none of these things save the soul. Ephesians chapter two, verses eight and nine tells what saves the soul, grace and our faith in that grace of God through his blood that he shed on the cross. I remember after we came to church at this location, um, we were at Chick-fil-A, which is just down the street. And there was a lady, we invited her to church, her and her like, boyfriend or husband, and she said, how do you baptize? And I was like, ugh. say, said, preacher, is, that's a good question. No, certain group believes that, uh, that you have to baptize and say the words in Jesus' name only. It's called oneness, where they believe that Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit are like one person. Now, they're one in their in in being god but they're a trinity because otherwise jesus wouldn't have spoken to his father and prayed and the father couldn't have spoken from heaven down to jesus and the holy ghost couldn't have descended in a separate body down to jesus if they were all the same person and jesus wouldn't sit at the right hand of god the father if they were the same person, because they're not the same person. So anyway, this lady said, well, how do you baptize? Well, first of all, we baptize in water, doesn't save you, it's a work, right? But we baptize like Jesus said, because Jesus said in Matthew 28 and 19, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. But she didn't want to hear that. But I did say, I said, How do you get saved? And she said, you know, by grace and through faith. And I said, right. I said, baptism's a work. And I said, it really doesn't matter how you baptize as far as salvation goes. But some people think that baptism saves you. Baptism does not remove filth from the flesh. Baptism is something you do after you get saved as an answer of a good conscience towards God. But with all of that said, you know, that faith will get us to God. But after we get saved, our good living is what attracts people like light to Jesus Christ. It's our living. Someone says, what's your deal, right, at work? What's your deal, dude, man? Why? It's because you're living. It's not your scripture quoting. It's your living. That's going to attract people to Jesus. Amen verses 9 to 11 here's a link for things to avoid <laughs> but avoid now the word avoid here comes from the Greek turn yourself to face the other way you know <laughs> avoid it okay that's what it means from the Greek turn away avoid avoid the comment section now avoid foolish questions some people they get hung up on the dumbest things well who did Cain and Abel Mary. Ooh, let me tell you, they're sisters. Well, because well, there were no other people, right? On the face of the earth. I mean, and they try to hang their whole belief in the Bible up on that. Well, let me tell you, that's what happened. And guess what, it wasn't a sin, okay? But at the time, there were no other people. You have to start somewhere, okay? But uh, people get hung up on, did Jesus drink wine? Well. Yes and no. Yes, he drank wine, but it wasn't alcoholic wine. There are different types of wine that they would drink. Wine is a very common, very open thing. Jesus at the uh, Last Supper said, I will drink henceforth no more fruit of the vine. What is that? Not alcoholic wine, it's grape juice. That's what fruit of the vine is and you make it and it tastes very good. In fact, grape juice is some yummy stuff. If you have the, the uh, purple grape juice, like, woof, that's some heavy stuff if you drink that. But it's just juice. You're just going to get a sugar rush. You're not going to get junk on grape juice. So, but these foolish questions, people like to just get they're wrapped around the axle on crazy stuff. And genealogies. So I, was, I read one source that said that the rabbis would invent all of these fictitious genealogies. That's like where you came from. Uh, for all the characters in the Bible, even though it wasn't substantiated, but they put all these genealogies in. And uh, that would give them, I, uh, you know, I guess it must give you a certain pride if you came from someone in the Bible. I was talking to some guys outside of church and uh, they're black guys, but they said they were the tribe of Judah. And I was like, I didn't go there. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, and they were talking to me about, you know, they were like, you know, like, must have been, like, I don't know, connected to Jesus or something more closely. But the Bible, it doesn't say that I'm from, spiritually from Judah. It doesn't. And neither does it say that you're spiritually descended from Judah. But we're called children of faith. Who's the who's the father of faith? Abraham. Abraham wasn't one of the tribes of Israel. So I don't know what people, they get wrapped up in all of this stuff, but it really doesn't, that's a spiritual link. Why? Because he believed God and God counted it unto him to righteousness. It's not because he had a genealogy that gets, genealogy, because you're descended from someone who came over on the Mayflower, doesn't make you special to Jesus, okay? I asked my uh, former doctor, who's an Orthodox Jew, and uh, well, I, I guess orthodox might be not the right word. He was an observant Jew. So he practiced uh, uh, the the had the Sabbath and everything and very, he wore the yarmulke on his head, the the covering that men wear. And I asked him, I said, what tribe are you from? And he looked at me like seriously. And I was like, no, no, seriously. And he thought I was just mocking him. I wasn't, I really wanted to know. And he looked at me and he said, And he was an educator. He's my doctor. He said, none of us know where tribe we're from. You got to understand the Jews were displaced for, you know, thousands of years. And they just recently, what, about uh, 70 years ago, got their own homeland back. And that that had been, they were displaced for many, 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 many years. And so uh, he said, none of us know where where tribe we're from. And, And I'm not saying that he's speaking for all Jews, but look, your genealogy and who you came from is not something that's going to get people to God. So it's not a profitable conversation, okay? And it said and contentions and strivings about whether you're circumcised or not, about the law and about the sabbath. When Jesus died on the cross, he said it is finished. The law, the the, the Moses law is finished. We're not under the law. Jesus fulfilled it. He lived a sinless life. He fulfilled the law. It's no longer valid. That means we don't practice the Sabbath. That's Friday to Saturday evening. We worship Jesus on Sunday. That's the Lord's day when he rose from the dead, when he sent the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Sunday. How do you know that the Holy Ghost was sent on Sunday? Because Pentecost is seven Sabbaths from the Passover, right? That's... 49 days but penta is 50 what comes after the sabbath is sunday it's the 50th day so the holy ghost was on sunday the lord also rose from the dead on sunday and we worship jesus on sunday if you want to worship jesus every day of the week good because that's what we're going to do in heaven so we even avoid a lot of that legalism and stuff like that and it said they are unprofitable and Vain. It's just a show. And you know, some people. Who was this Zig Ziglar? I think there was a lady that came up, and she wanted him to, you know, help her out and in business. And she was this, and she was that. And and he said he realized something. He said some people they don't want help. They just want attention. You ever realize that some people they just they just want attention. They want to argue on social media, or they they don't they don't really want an answer you ever deal with people like that all they want to do is knack, 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 knack. they just want to argue and argue and argue and jesus has called us to peace not to argue with people the bible says this so a man that is an heretic after the first and second admonition burn him at the stake no he didn't say that he said reject him Knowing that he that is such is subverted. You're under control. You're on the wrong route and sinneth being condemned of himself. We're not supposed to burn any heretics at the stake We're just supposed to say look. I'm not gonna participate. No, thanks. I'm not gonna return your call I'm not gonna answer your texts if if people text me and it's like off the chain texting you know what? I'll probably respond what do I usually respond if it's off the chain texting? Right. Nothing. It's <laughs> just like, I'm not going to engage in that. Why? Because you sense kind of the spirit is like, whoa. And so you're like, well, just let that ride. And they can just text with themselves, right? <laughs> they can be self-condemned. That's what the Bible said. Just, just avoid them. It's the safest for you. It's the safest for your blood pressure. Just avoid them, okay? Don't burn them at the stake. Just avoid them. Why? Because we want a redirection, okay? When you take a wrong turn on your GPS, what does it do? Redirecting. You know, because you want to go to the same place, right? But that way doesn't work. Redirecting. And that works with our thoughts, too. If you're stressed out and anxious, redirecting. Instead of what? Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. Your conscious mind can only think of one thing at a time. That means you can't be stressed and thankful at the same time. That's why the Bible says, redirecting. Let's send you a link over to Thanksgiving and over to prayer, and then you won't be anxious. That's an instant cure, by the way. You can apply that to your life tonight. You don't even have to go to Walmart. It's just like right there. So, Okay, verse 12. When I shall send Artemis unto thee, or These might have been his replacements. The Bible doesn't say because Titus wasn't there forever. And the thing you're going through, you won't be going through it forever. God will help you through it. Be diligent to come unto me to Nicopolis, for I have determined there to winter. Bring Zenus the lawyer and Apollos on their journey diligently, that nothing be wanting unto them. And here's the key verse. And let ours, our people, the Christians, also, learn to maintain good works. Again, that's your interface with society, how you live for necessary uses that they be not unfruitful. God wants you to bring forth fruit. It makes a difference how you treat people, it makes a difference how you talk, it makes a difference. Uh, that you're nice to people at the grocery store. It makes a difference. How many people have asked us about church at the grocery store? In fact, one lady stopped us, and I didn't know who she was. And she said, you know, something. She complimented us on raising our kid. And I, I, I told my wife later, I was like, I don't, didn't know who that was. I didn't know who she was, but she knew who we were. People are watching your life. And the Bible says... All they that are with me salute thee. And this is just the the greeting or the uh, uh, benediction or uh, the farewell. And he talks about greeting them, and uh, everybody, and the grace of God is going to be with you. And you know what? We need the grace of God. And I know Paul always says that, but it's so true. We need the grace of God. But you know, we really need to send a link to others. They need the grace of God. I Remember, and I'm not sharing this in some way to try to pump myself up, but just I my 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 uh, car not so much. Well, now, now it does too. burns oil, well. but my other one burned oil, more, more oil. So I carried extra oil in my car so I could add oil instead of just blowing the engine up. It's a cheaper alternative, right? And so I would add oil periodically. Well, there was a guy I saw one time and his he needed oil for something. In his car was at the gas station. So I, I had oil. I might have carried several quarts. I mean, I sometimes need a lot of oil, right? So um, then you never have to have an oil change, right? You just keep adding oil. It's like, man, my oil looks good. <laughs> Add a quart a day. No, it wasn't that bad. I remember giving him some oil. I don't know how much it was. Maybe it's a quart, but this is years ago. But I remember he came to church. So a well, preacher did you give? I must have given him a card. I don't remember that. But here's what he probably remembers. Man, he gave me some grace when I needed it. A quart of oil. And I'm not saying to go out and give people oil and everything. But, but you know, when, when people are having a bad day and someone comes and gets them a soda. Someone comes and says, hey, man, it's going to be all right. That's what we remember. And, you know, you don't know what people are going through. But you know that, you know, that we can maintain good works. And we can send a link to people through our lives. And that's not against, you know, read your Bible, pray, come to church, but to really reach people, let us live our lives intentionally and, uh, and know that people are watching. Father, I've, I've, I've spoken your word. Lord, help us to send a link to the lost and to reach them. For Jesus Christ, help us to bring forth fruit. In Jesus' name, amen.